Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm your host, Megan Gray, and this is the music podcast where I get to know the people behind the music. In each episode, I speak to a different band, artist, or music professional about their experiences so far within the industry. Each guest creates an exclusive playlist full of their most life-defining songs. That way we can hear all about the music and moments that have made them the people and musicians that they are today. Hey and welcome back to the Vocal Girls podcast. I hope you're okay and as well as can be within these very strange circumstances that we are in at the moment. In this episode I'll be speaking to R&B singer-songwriter from South London, Tiana Blake. Tiana was signed to Lost One's label back in September last year and in February released her debut single Cut Ties and has already got over a million streams on Spotify. So not bad for a first single. Tiana was raised in London but is from a Jamaican and Irish background so she's kind of grown up with a real melting pot of musical influences. She's already been compared to the likes of 90s noughties R&B icons like Brandy, Monica, Boys to Men and 702. So excited to speak to Tiana and find out what she's been up to in the lockdown and also hear about her playlist choices. I think it's a bit of a blessing in disguise though. I think we kind of all like low-key needed just some time to just breathe <laughs> and just like come away from like our manic routines. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not nice, but at the same time, I'm kind of looking at it in a more positive light but I'm trying to like just have some sort of routine just to not go crazy um so I've been I'm lucky enough to have a studio set up um at home so I've just been kind of like writing to beats um um, just trying to keep productive in that kind of like area of stuff um I did start trying to work out that failed horribly I like done like two days of like following Davina's uh, workouts on YouTube amazing and then after two days I was like I can't do this anymore uh, so that didn't work out but yeah other than the that, thought was there been, um, you like, had a writing. good go <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah is it have you find it yeah. quite found it quite inspiring for writing then this period of time do you think um yeah it's a bit strange because I'm used to like just kind of like just going to sessions um, and starting from scratch and just like meeting the producer and we kind of just work together and come up with something. So it's a bit different to go to like, just being sent like ready-made beats. Um, So that's been hard. I think I struggled a little bit in the beginning with inspiration, Um, but as I'm getting used to this being like the normal kind of day, it's getting better. Yeah, I am kind of like, taking inspiration from wherever I can really yeah it's it is weird I don't know how if you find it but time seems to moving so strangely one minute it feels like it so does. slow the next minute it's just yeah been like four weeks or something it does yeah 
it's weird. I think it's moving quite fast. Mm. Like it's kind of like I wake up and then the next time I look at the clock, it's like four o'clock and then it's like nine o'clock and it's like time to go to bed. And it's just like the same thing over and over again. It's a bit, it gets a bit, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it just gets tedious. There we go. It gets a bit tedious after a while. Um, yeah. I think it's because it's the same, it's the same routine, isn't it? It's like this, you're in the yeah, same exactly. house and there's not much variation to your day. So it kind of like... Exactly. Nothing to like break up the day, yeah. Exactly. So have you been like listening to much music and stuff while you've been... Um, I'm kind of like, I'm a very samey person. I'm very weird when it comes to listening to music. Like I kind of like, once I find the music that I'm listening to in a current period, I kind of just stick to that. I've got like the same songs on my Spotify list for like months. And then when I get sick of it, I'll then move on to the new music. So... Um, yeah I'm a bit weird I'm like that in all areas though just very samey um, so I've been kind of just listening to the same same kind of music um, I think I've been putting more energy in trying to write my own music um, rather than looking for new mu- music to listen to elsewhere um, so yeah that's kind of where I've been putting my energy and then you, you said you had a, a studio at home set up did you say yes yeah that's so cool. Um, so that's been helping me out a lot. I know, yeah, that's been helping me out a lot. Um, I didn't have, there was a cable that I had that was missing. So for a long time, I haven't had the actual setup. Um, so I have like a little Shure mic, which like plugs into my phone. So I was using that for a long while, um, which was just horrific because the quality on the phone just isn't the same. Um, but yeah, I ordered a new cable and got everything set up. So yeah, that's been helping me out a lot. Wow, that's so productive. I mean, what a good way to use your time, just literally recording yeah yeah I, I need it I definitely need it because it's like only so far I can go with like the voice notes and like the really bad quality demos on garage band on my iPhone so it's nice to be able to um just record demos at least yeah that must be really helpful in kind of keeping you busy and sane I guess what have you found is the main positive from this I'd probably say um I think it's it's given me a lot more energy like I was much I was much more of like a takeaway person before whereas now I've got the energy to like cook dinners and do different things because I'm not kind of like not my energy's like yeah. getting wasted on like travel um so that's been good for me to be fair um it's given me a lot of time to kind of like just tend to myself um like I've been making like DIY hair masks and doing like different things it's like just self-care whereas I didn't have the time or if I had the time, I didn't have the energy to do any of that. So that's been nice to be able to just have that yeah, have that time for myself. That's one of the things I found as well. It's like, you're almost like forced to exercise more self-care. Like it's yeah. something that you'd never usually make the time for. I'm really bad for that. I'm always just kind of so busy that, or like I'm out all the time. That I never kind of stay in, get good sleep, eat nice food. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's definitely, it's quite exactly. good to be so forced, be forced to do that, I think. It, it is, yeah, it is. So I don't know, it's a bit surreal. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit surreal because like we haven't experienced anything like this before. So it's a bit weird. Um, there's a lot of adjusting. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's kind of like, I see it's kind of like a blessing in disguise because obviously I, I love going to sessions. I really miss going to sessions, but it is a lot. It's kind of like back to back, kind of like, getting on travel and having to go into central London, going to sessions, being there all day and then coming home. It's kind of like nonstop, um, similar to like any any kind of job. Um, So it's kind of nice to just take a minute and just be able to like breathe. Yeah, 100%. um, And still be productive in doing that. So I think I've been taking it quite well. I think I have like some days that are better than others. Like some days I kind of just want to like get out 
and just like run I know. <laughs> wild and just go and go into the fresh air but then some days most days um it's all good and I just try and like write and find different things to do it's amazing what how much you want to like leave the house as soon as you're told you can't isn't it it's like I would I've always been craving like staying in and watching Netflix and then as soon as like that's the only option I've Same. got I'm like I just want to be out running or something <laughs> I, yeah I think it's just the, the like have not having the option to I think that's what it is because I'm very much the same I'm very like I'm usually at home very much a homebody so I didn't really go out that much anyway unless it was like work related but um yeah having that option being taken away it's not very nice especially when the sun's out it's like it's not winter so it's like the sun's still out and we're all just indoors I know looking. it couldn't have been a worse time it could it could have picked it when it was like freezing cold outside <laughs> I know what, what you were saying interesting about like how you were really busy before like do you think it's going to be quite hard to go back to normality after all of this I think it will be strange because we would have gotten used to a certain a different routine um, I think it will be nice though, because it'll be nice to kind of just get out and actually socialize with other human beings, like, and kind of, because it's, I can, I can stay productive at home, but it was nice to be in sessions physically with producers and kind of like bounce ideas of each other and work with someone else to come up with um, yeah, definitely. the songs. Um, so I think it'll be nice to go back to work. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of like the travel and all the manic kind of stuff behind it um yeah I don't really miss that part <laughs> but actually getting to the session and working with people and kind of being in that atmosphere um it'll be nice to go back to that I think we're going to be absolutely shattered when we start like traveling again but I think we actually probably will appreciate so, the yeah. mundane more like might be quite nice just getting on the yeah. tube and being like oh able to do this again and just releasing that energy because it's like unless if you're someone who's like me I'm not very active so it's like I wake up and I'll have routine to a certain extent but it doesn't require any like energy burning so yeah I think that will be like a shock to my system I'll be <laughs> up and walking around and doing stuff <laughs> so in terms of like you talked a bit about your music and you're still able to kind of record how has the lockdown affected um what you're doing in any kind of other ways I think it's affected um, other artists, but lucky enough for me, I haven't um, had any touring plans. So um, I'm all good in that area. Um, however, I was kind of like, just before the lockdown, I was starting to do more open mics more and kind of like focusing a lot on live music and just trying to get more into the swing of that. So it's kind of set me back a little bit um, for that because I haven't been able to go out and do the live stuff. Does that make you feel kind of apprehensive or do you feel all right about it? Yeah, I think... Um, in terms of the performing element, it is a hard task to master, I would say. Um, so, yeah, I do want to get a little bit more familiar with that. Um, so, yeah, it's not, it's a bit unfortunate because where I was starting just to get into the swing of it and start getting a little bit more comfortable with it, um, I've then had to kind of stop for a little while and then I'll have to go back to it at some point. No one knows when. Yeah things will go back to normal um so yeah that's a bit of a downer certainly get a lot of time to kind of sing in your house though yeah that's true <laughs> singing in the shower i might like invest in like a dynamic mic yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> you're relatively recently signed aren't you yeah so it's a bit of a long-winded story um but in a shortened version um i was first discovered by um, 
an A&R called Tunji. So he's um, based in LA, but he, um, I think he travels to London quite a lot. Um, so when he, on one of his trips here, he came in contact with one of like my family friends. Um, and then that family friend ended up showing him some music. Um, he liked it and then put me in contact with um, the founder of the label that I'm with now. Um, so he, initially he didn't actually have a label. So he was doing um, just management, artist management, and I think managing some producers at the time. Um, so he was my manager first, um, Barry. Tunji put me in contact with Barry. Um, Barry started managing me when I was 16. Um, and then that didn't really work out in terms of that. Um, so we kind of like cut ties with that. Um, I like the use of your, uh, yeah. your record name there. <laughs> Excellent plug-in. <laughs> <laughs> but then we rekindled a couple of years later and um, he had founded the label by then. Um, so it just kind of made sense um, for me to kind of join the family because we had already had an existing relationship. Um, and yeah, it kind of just just made sense. Amazing. So when was that? Was that sometime last year? That was, yeah, I think that was around like October, November. And then you've now got two singles out already. So that's happened all quite quickly then. It has, yeah. It's, it's happened quite quickly. It's, um, it's crazy though, because it's like, before I started doing music, taking music seriously and doing it myself, you just think kind of like the you, no one really thinks about the process behind releasing a song. You kind of just think, oh, this artist has recorded it and just put it out and it's all this quick process. But my first single, Cut Ties, um, I li- I think I wrote that like three years ago and there's been so many different versions of it as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's crazy. So what, what got you into music in the first place? Were you kind of from like a musical family? Um, yeah, so my mum my mum has always sang so she had me quite young she had me um I think like 17 18 so she had me quite young um so she was kind of still trying to pursue her dreams um while I was like quite young so she'd take me along to like studio sessions and things like that so I was in that environment from quite a young age um yeah so I think I just she would always sing around the house and things like that so I think I just copied her to be to be completely honest so what kind of music does she make then it was somewhere between like R&B and like a garage kind of sound I think I remember um I didn't really I don't remember many of her songs there's like one that I remember and I would say that that's like it was like an R&B slash garage kind of mix um but she always she was like really into like noughties and like 90s R&B that was like her era so um I copied that as well <laughs> um yeah one thing I love about your Cut Ties song is it it sounds like so familiar in a way that it's so like vintage 90s noughties kind of star R&B and yeah it's so new and fresh so I, yeah I'm, I'm guessing there's um there's a few influences. I have kind of like a load of influences I'd probably say the main ones are probably like um, Brandy, Monica, um, some of the groups like 702, um, Boys to Men, um, D'Angelo, yeah, so there's a couple of them, um, all from from that era. That's the music that I kind of grew up on because that's the music that my mum listened to. Um, so that's a big part of kind of me as a musician today, to be honest. Yeah. So tell me a bit about uh, cut ties and the kind of writing process of that. Yeah, it's like kind of like a double entendre. So when you first listen to the song, you probably assume that it's about kind of like just a toxic relationship. Um, but I actually wrote it about kind of like 
my mental space at the time, kind of like escaping like a negative mindset um, and just cutting ties with that basically. But um, I wrote it in a way that it would, it could also be um, looked at as a relationship because um, it's very relatable. Um, and I thought it was just cool and different to not be so kind of like direct about what I was writing it about. Um, but yeah, it was just about kind of being in a bad, bad headspace and wanting just to kind of like get out of that. That's so interesting. It's kind of like almost like you made a separate persona for yourself and spoke directly to it. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, thank you. And the record is so good. I've literally had it on all weekend. Thank you. <laughs> it's so crazy because, yeah, like, as I said, like, because I was working on it for so long, it's kind of like by the end of the process, you kind of like become deaf to the song. Like, I was so used to it. Um, so putting it out, it's like new to everyone else, but it was just, it was so, I was just so used to it. So, um, but yeah, it was nice to see how how much everyone loved it. Yeah, you got crazy. over a million streams on Spotify, haven't you? Yeah. How did that was not feel? Expected. That was crazy. Like even like talking to the team, I don't know, like the take the take I had on it um, before putting it out, I kind of went in with like no expectations because I just thought like, I don't mind whatever the streams are is what they are because it's more than what I'm getting now. I'm not getting anything. And it's just nice to just share the music like, regardless of what the streams are um so yeah going in with no expectations and then kind of like the results being so so good was was really nice that must have like felt incredible was it a bit of a scary feeling as well I can imagine it being kind of like double-edged a bit like really exciting but oh my goodness that many people have heard me say I think I don't even know like I was I was definitely excited about it but at the same time I was just like I don't think I've um fully taken it in (laughs) Like, I don't know how to kind of like feel about it. it is, but now you do say that it is, it is kind of a scary feeling because it's like that many people um, kind of like listening to my song. But I think if anything, it's a really positive thing. It's really good. It's exciting. It's super exciting. I can imagine it feels yeah. very surreal. And like all the messages that I get are really like positive and nice um, of people like telling me that they're streaming it, which is like, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Really, really nice. I know you're bad for me. And then you've just released um, Monday. Yeah. So what what's the response been to that? So that one um, is about kind of like, so I wrote that when I was in a nine to five. Um, so I used to work in retail and I've always wanted to do music. So I found that I've just been really miserable in any other job. Um, Cause it's kind of like not where I was supposed to be. So I wrote that when I was working in nine to five, hated my job, needed to just kind of like release those emotions into a song in their defense. It's not kind of, it wasn't like the worst job to have. Like other people that I worked with seemed to enjoy it. Um, I mean, if I didn't do music, I probably would have stayed there and progressed there. Like it wasn't that bad, but I think just where I, and meant to do music and that's kind of like where my passion lies it just wasn't for me and I just couldn't do it anymore um you just didn't like feel fulfilled kind of thing yeah I didn't feel fulfilled and I think in those kind of jobs you kind of need to be passionate about it for it to work because it's a lot of kind of like customer facing a lot of customer demands so unless you're passionate about it it just kind of like takes a toll it doesn't really work um yes I just got to and I'm just very once I've made my mind up about something, I'm very stubborn. Like I just, I knew that I didn't want to be there. So I kind of had trouble trying to mask that and fake that I 
didn't want to yeah. be there so it just wasn't good for anyone it wasn't good for me they probably saw that I didn't <laughs> want to be there so yeah it, was, it wasn't great that kind of stubbornness though is a good quality too because that will be the kind of determination that will get you far I reckon exactly yeah I am happy for the kind of the risk that I've taken um because they've they've gotten me to a good place so I can say that you just seem to be like writing and flying things out already that's so exciting yeah i know yeah i'm just um trying to just keep writing i definitely have off days where i kind of like have writer's block and i just can't get anything down on paper um but yeah most days most most days are good days obviously I know things are slightly different now but what what's kind of on your agenda um it's hard to plan because I was kind of um I've been writing songs which is all good um but I wanted to start getting a little bit more creative with it in terms of like shoots and video shoots and things like that so where the coronavirus is here Mm. um it's hard to do that so um I think the plans that I had might have to be like reevaluated just because they're impossible to do at the moment. Um, or I could get creative and like do a quarantine style video. <laughs> I think Kalani did like a quarantine style video. I might get inspired and do something like that. Um, but yeah, I think just to keep writing, um, sharing my stuff um, and maybe doing some video shoots and things like that if I can. Are you releasing some more singles and stuff now then? Yeah, I've got um, a couple more singles. Um, well, I've got quite a batch just picking and kind of like weaving through them and seeing which ones are best. Um, but yeah, I've got another single coming up soon, um, which I'm really excited to, to put out. That's so exciting. Oh, I'm really looking yeah. forward to hearing it. <laughs> How did you find making the playlist? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, actually, because I have never actually sat and thought about like old songs that kind of make me remember certain things. Um, so it was fun because I was like going through them. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, like remember back then I was in this flat or whatever I was doing. So that was really fun, actually. I enjoyed doing that. Didn't take me long at all because I was just like going through them. Like, yes, remember that one, remember that one. <laughs> So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's mad. Like, because I I basically did the same thing. So I made a playlist as well, and it's just it's just mad how evocative music is. Like, as soon as you put on a song, it literally transports you straight back to that moment. So, is there a song on there that you'd like to start off talking about, or um, shall I pick one? Hmm. Maybe you pick one. That would be more fun. <laughs> okay. Let's go for um, Spotlight, Jennifer Hudson. Then. It's very random and there's not really much to it, but I just remember there was a flat that I used to live in in Forest Hill when I was really, really young. Um, I think it was like my first flat in London because actually the first like couple of years of my life, I grew up in Bournemouth, which is again, really random. Um, and then when I was little, I moved to London and it, I think my first flat was in Forest Hill. Um, and it just reminds me of that whole flat because I remember my mum used to put the this Jennifer Hudson album on like she used to play it on the TV. Um, so this this song just reminds me of that whole album and the flat that I used to live in when I was like seven years old or something. It's crazy. It's so crazy how it brings you back. Go on then, you pick you pick one next. Um, I would say Justin Bieber and Jessica Jarrell, Overboard. 
so funny because that reminds me I remember I think that was the first this Justin Bieber album was it I think it's called My World 2.0 or something um I think that was like the first album that I bought with my own pocket money so Amazing. random so I don't know yeah so random but it just reminds me of um that day I went to I had pocket money I think I went to HMV and I think the album just came out so I went and bought it and then I would just like play this album on repeat <laughs> just a Bieber album was it your so ringtone as well <laughs> I don't even remember I don't remember that that much into detail but all I know is that I was just playing it like back to back <laughs> constantly I know it's amazing how you like <laughs> never get sick of songs when you're that age you just literally just have you I, I like I had one of those like Sony Ericsson phones and you just had like one downloaded song on it and it would just sit there and blast oh, it I remember that yeah crappy speaker <laughs> I remember that. I was so obsessed with Justin Bieber at the time as well, so I just would never get sick of any of it. <laughs> when I was listening to that, I like forgot how his voice used to be. It sounds completely different. I know, it does. It sounds completely different. I remember as well, like my mum, I think my mum and my nan used to always say, like, I wonder what he's going to sound like when he grows up, because like, he's not going to sound like this forever. But I don't think we've noticed it too much. Yeah, it's But been I think it's only gradual. if you like, sit and compare it. Yeah, yeah, it's been gradual. But if you sit and compare it, it's crazy. Yeah, he sounds... Yeah, well, I guess he was young. so young when you got into it, wasn't he? Yeah. When did you? When do you think you started thinking I want to be a singer for real? I don't even remember my earliest memory of that. I think I always so singing was always a passion for me. I think maybe when I was about I don't even remember the age. My memory is so bad, but maybe about twelve ish. Um, when a family friend of mine, um, he was into music as well, and he's like near my age, but he was like a bit geeky and like he knew, he just knew his way around to music a little bit more. Um, so I think like when we started kind of like just experimenting with things like that, I kind of knew that it's something that I wanted to do. Um, but I think I was 16 when I wanted to really start taking it serious. I'd probably say that was the age where I knew for sure what I wanted to do, but I think it's so hard to, um, to like know that you want to do something creative and believe in it because like the world and the society society that we live in it's very I don't know it's just like people don't really take it serious yeah when you say that you want to do a, something creative as like a, an actual serious job and um, so I think I just I think 16 was the age because anything kind of before that even after that really um it's kind of like everyone like people would look at you funny if you like say that you didn't want to go to uni and do all these yeah. things so it's kind of like I, I was like it was on and off I always knew that I wanted to sing and that I had a passion for it but I think um I was a bit disencouraged just because the, the society that we live in um doesn't really allow you to be confident in that yeah definitely I think there's always like someone going oh don't you think everyone wants to do that or something really negative exactly um exactly, but I think yeah. kudos to you because obviously you've kind of it takes a lot to kind of fight off that negative energy and also the kind of negative energy that comes from yourself I don't know if you have it but I certainly have a voice inside my yeah. head that's like you can't do it oh, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah I, even to this day I think like yeah I think everyone kind of has that those those days where you're just kind of like can I even do this yeah um and it doesn't help when you're in an kind of you want to be a part of an industry that is so competitive and hard to become a part of yeah um so yeah it was definitely hard to kind of like just shake all that off and just stay focused well well done just yeah. smashing it I've noticed there's a lot of there's a lot of women on here which is great 
do you think you've been kind of dramatically inspired by by women specifically you said about your mum being a huge inspiration for you do you think that it's yeah that's been a big yeah I'd say so yeah I'd say so um I'm very kind of like even down to just the team around me I try and look for kind of like female yeah yeah just just female people like even like in terms of producers and things like that it's very hard to find female producers but that's something that I want to start doing more and just yeah in different aspects in my career I try and look for female representatives because I just think um being a female female myself I just relate a lot a lot more yeah 100 percent. and I'm like obviously 85 percent or something of record labels are owned by men so I can imagine it's quite sort of daunting but um yeah I think the music industry I think a lot of industries are very like male dominated um I think it's been that way for years obviously we're in 2020 so it's a little bit better than it was like in previous generations and eras but I think it's still there I think um but yeah my manager's my manager's female like I try and wherever I can I just try and keep like a female yeah female team females around me and do you think that like leaning more towards sourcing women and stuff do you think that will help kind of change that gender balance in the industry yeah hopefully because I think um if I can do that and successfully do it it will just prove that women can do yeah as good as a job of as a male um if not better yeah so yeah I think yeah that stigma is just it's still there it's not as kind of raw but it's still it's definitely still there can you tell me about uh bad blood by Nao? this is this is a great tune oh I so love good this tune. so this um reminds me of like the early stages of my relationship because I don't know why but we just used to I think I don't think it was when the song came out but for some reason we used to just like play that on repeat the whole album really but bad love particularly we just used to play it on repeat so that just reminds me of, yeah the early stages of my relationship such a tune I'll never get sick of that tune but yeah she's she's amazing I went to see her in concert I think a year ago oh wow amazing so good yeah she's got such a unique voice hasn't she it's so cool she has Um, she's an amazing entertainer as well can you tell me a bit about Naive the Kooks because that one kind of stands out to me as being quite different from all the others I'd say it is it's very random in the batch of songs and kind of like in terms of who I usually talk on in terms of music speak on sorry um yeah it's quite random but that song um again it reminds me of being in Bournemouth because I remember being really young and my uncle playing this song and I don't know why but it just kind of like caught my attention so much so that I've found the um name of the song and ever since then I just like kept playing it and even to this day just in my little kooks mood I'll just play it and like scream the lyrics I don't know yeah it's just such a random one but tune (laughs) I feel like this song will make it onto a like if everybody did this I reckon this song would make it onto a lot of people's playlists I think it would definitely make it onto mine it's so like such a good song it's such a good song and it's so like typical of that kind of couple of years of like that what was like 2008 or something like that it just feels so Yeah, I think this was one of my ringtones on my Sony Ericsson. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like seven. Yeah, I would have been, if it was like 2008, I would have been like seven years old. And it was just so random. But yeah, my uncle played it one time. I was like, what is this song? So I found the name out and just rinsed it. Absolutely rinsed it. <laughs> so do you do you like other Kooks music or is it just this song in particular? 
Funnily enough, I actually don't know any other Kooks song. Oh, so it didn't even it? take you down this so, rabbit hole. It didn't. And I'm I touched on this before, but I'm just really weird when it comes to music. Like if I find like a song that I'm obsessed with, a lot of the time I won't like it won't make me fish for more. It's yeah. really weird. I'll just like stick on that. I'm just really saying you boring. <laughs> that's not boring. That's consistency. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a um Kaylani one on there. Um, fuck with you. So that one. That was a good memory because that was like 2015, I think, when like Kalani was like up, com- up and coming. Um, and I've always been like a fan of her music. So when she first came out, I was just like, oh my God, who is this girl? But then where she was like really like confident and different with her style and her fashion sense, it just inspired me to kind of like experiment with just different styles and stuff. So maybe a bit on the embarrassing side in terms of like I was going down some crazy just weird routes and just I was just like trying to find my sense of fashion and stuff like that oh by the way I absolutely love your outfit on the front of your cut ties single that's great oh thank you it's so leopard cool. print yeah it's it's strong, so nice look. yeah you can't I go wrong with bit. leopard print <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> if I was to say to you you can only take one of these songs and listen to it for the rest of your life which one would it be? Probably Brandy, Angel in Disguise. That is like my favourite song of all time. Oh, why, why is that? Song of all time. Um, it doesn't actually bring back any memories. Um, I just put it in there because it's just a song that I just I just love. Um, I don't know, it's just a very well-written song. And like the harmonies, I think Brandy with her harmonies anyway, she's just like the queen of it. But just the harmonies in... Um, they're like ascending harmonies. So they just, I don't know, the song's just very euphoric. I can mm. just listen to that on repeat all day long. It must be really cool um, for you having been like compared a lot to Brandy, if you love her so much. Yeah, that has, it has been nice to be fair because um, before I had even said anything about kind of like influences, people just kind of picked up on my influences um, and recognised it, which was really nice. Yeah, it definitely shines through the records, I think. If you were to say to everyone at home they've got all this time yeah. in isolation what artist should they go and listen to i would definitely say listen to devin morrison he is like one of my new faves um he is quite similar to me in terms of like he's a modern age artist but he's very you can tell that he's got a lot of like old school influence, influences i would say he sounds a bit like a new age d'angelo Oh wow! So he's he's really good. He's yeah, he's really someone to go and listen to. Um, I, I would also say um, I've been listening to Pip Millet a lot as well. She's quite good. Yeah, she's really cool. She's, she's she's quite good. I don't know about you, but I've kind of like spent quite a lot of time. I don't know. I think because life is so fast, normally you're always looking ahead, looking ahead, looking ahead, and it's kind of now you've stopped. It's quite a nice time to look back. And I've been kind yeah. of listening to a lot of stuff from like really, really old stuff that I haven't listened to in ages. Is there a particular older um, artist that you would recommend people go and listen to? Um, I would say, I always go back to the same era, but I would say definitely, not to bang out, bang <laughs> on about Brandy, but I would say Never Say Never is like the best album of all time. Um yeah, it's like proper R and B through and through. I like Mariah Carey's Rainbow. She's not an old, she's not an old artist, but it's a good album. 
I also like Mary J. Blige's um, What's the 411. Amazing. Yeah, it's a bit of a, yeah, it's, a, it's different because a lot of the tracks I think are like short, like interludes with like voicemails and voice notes. Um, so that's a cool one to listen to just for variety. I think it's quite um, yeah. nice. It's quite a nice opportunity to actually listen to full albums, isn't it? Because I think I don't it know about is. you, but I always just listen to a song, find a song, and then sometimes I'll even listen to a song and not go then and listen to the artist again. I'm I'm quite similar. Yeah, I think um, a lot of us do that in this generation because I don't I don't know I don't think there's much um, focus on albums, which is actually quite sad. I think albums. Years ago, people used to put a lot of time and effort into albums because people would literally go through a whole album, just listen to a whole album. Yeah. But I think now streaming is a is the way that we listen to music. It's kind of just easy to just find one song and just listen yeah. to that one song and then move on. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with that. How does that make you feel as an artist in terms of like, because obviously people go through a whole process of like making sure everything feels like it's in the right order in the album and stuff. like. Do you think yeah. you'll now be more inclined to listen to full albums in the order because of going through that kind of making process? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because being an artist myself, I can yeah, I can definitely understand kind of like the the work that goes into it. Um, and I would want to if I kind of like presented a body of work, I would I wouldn't want that to kind of like go unseen. I'd want people to listen to all of it. Um, so yeah. I sure. think there's big things, big things to come. So a very exciting time for you, even though we are currently stuck. <laughs> stuck, yeah. It, yeah, it's definitely still exciting times. I mean, I think the good thing is that it's a worldwide issue. So we're kind of like all going through the same thing, whether whether it's like come, kind of like up and coming artists or um, bigger artists. We're all kind of in a position where we kind of have to like record from home, do like DIY photo shoots and video shoots. So yeah, yeah we're all we're all kind of in it it's been an absolute pleasure no problem. Talk to you. thank you for having me thank you so much to tiana for speaking to us it was so great to hear all about her music choices and the stories behind them you can find the link to tiana's playlist in the description notes for this episode so feel free to give that a listen now that you've heard all about it and don't forget to check out her music which is available on all streaming platforms please subscribe and follow this podcast if you enjoyed it and tell all your friends uh you can check our vocal girls as well at vocalgirls.com or follow us on instagram or twitter at vocalgirlsclub and take care stay safe and i'll see you next week